Welcome to the Spiritual Recharge Podcast. This is your place to experience peace and higher consciousness while recharging the battery of your soul. So get comfortable, take a few relaxing breaths, and settle into this sacred time for yourself. So today, we're diving into something absolutely critical and a major problem for so many people. I hear this all the time. How to stop people pleasing. How to create aligned relationships. How to speak your truth. and how to create a situation where everyone is actually happy to be together. (laughs) They want to be together, right? I hear this so many times from people in personal relationships, in their business relationships, their colleagues, and it just goes on and on and on. Relationship drama, right? Bad vibes, disappointment, resentment, saying things in the mind, oh, this person shouldn't have done this and I don't like this, thinking about this stuff over and over and over and then not having the conversation. Talking to everybody else about this person that you don't like, right? And then not actually having the conversation with the person about who it's related. Do you know what I'm talking about? If you don't have a problem with this, by the way, you are one of the very rare people in the world because nearly everyone is suffering from this. Not with just one person, but often with a number of people all at the same time. And if we don't deal with this people-pleasing issue, and we keep people-pleasing, and we keep putting up with this stuff, and we keep doing things we don't want to do, and we keep putting up with situations that aren't good for us, what will happen? Our life will gradually get worse and worse. We will feel more and more stress and resentment. We'll have so many negative thoughts that will tire us out. We'll lose our joy and we won't be able to actually create these exciting, inspiring situations that is what life's all about, right? Life is supposed to be fun, supposed to be enjoyable. We're meant to be having great relationships with people that we want to have a relationship with, right? In different ways. There's personal relationships, business relationships, friendships, right? And Relationships is where the karmic accounts seem to get the most settling. You know, this is where a lot of pain comes from, karmic burdens. And sometimes we have to suck it up and just deal with certain things for a certain amount of time. But many, many times we have a choice and we are prolonging our misery unnecessarily because of an unwillingness to deal with what has to be dealt with. And the core of it is people-pleasing. And the core of people-pleasing is wanting to be seen as a nice 
person. Seen as a nice person, not being a nice person necessarily, but to be seen as a nice person. I have a friend who, we were talking about this today, she's very aware of it, people-pleasing, and she is always really, really, really busy, right? She has, it's morning till evening. Whenever I find out what she's been doing, how are you doing? Oh, I've got this appointment, this appointment, this, and she's on the chair of something over here and she's some facilitator of some other thing. These are all like non-profit things, they're all charity things, right? So running around, running around, day in, day out, right? She hasn't got enough money. She's just barely scraping by and has been for years. Always busy, 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 right? Says yes, 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 yes to everybody. Can't say no to anybody, right? And what's the reason? People-pleasing, she knows it's people-pleasing. She wants to please people, you know? If you say no to somebody, they might not be pleased with you. If someone says, I want this, this, and this, and that, right? And, you, and you're a people pleaser. And by the way, I'm a people pleaser. I'm a recovering people pleaser, right? I'm in recovery. And we say, oh, I'll just say yes. Oh, <laughs> I'll just, it's not a big deal. I'll just say, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Why not? Why not? Right? And then you keep saying yes, 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 yes. And then it keeps adding up, adding up and adding up. And what happens? Give an inch, give an inch and they take a mile, don't they? They take a mile, right? It's not, you can't just give an inch and that's it. Then they come back again and they say, well, can I have this other thing now? And you're like, well, you know, I've already said yes before. What's the big deal? Sure. And what about this? And what about that? And then it keeps going, keeps going. Next thing you know, you're entangled with all this complicated stuff that goes on and on and on. Some people are in companies, right? I've heard this story from many, many of my clients where they might be paying somebody who doesn't do a good job, who has a bad attitude, all this money unnecessarily and they're not getting the money that they should be getting in the business because it's going to this other person who doesn't enjoy it, doesn't have a good attitude, doesn't do a good job, doesn't deserve it, isn't needed, doesn't need to even have a job, and they've got this full-time job, right? And it, what makes it worse is when there's a bad attitude. Right? It's not even any gratitude. The amount of times I've seen this happen where people are just getting, 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 the person's getting more and more drained, the whole thing is toxic, and the person receiving it isn't even grateful at all. And they not only are they not grateful, they want more, right? So it leads to this very bizarre situation that starts to wear people down and is unsustainable. The problem with people pleasing is that we are living in lies and illusions. We're not being honest, we're not being genuine, and we're creating unsustainable situations that are guaranteed to fall apart anyway. So it's actually not doing anybody any favors. 
want to take a moment now to give thanks to you for listening, for being here, for your beautiful presence. It really means a lot to us to be doing this and connect with you. And one thing that we'd really appreciate is if you could go and leave a review on Apple or Spotify. That way we can help grow the podcast. You can help grow the podcast. And if you have any questions or you need any extra support, just leave it in there and we'll do everything we can. If you have any topics that you'd like us to share about or anything that you like that you'd like us to do more of, just go ahead and mention that in the review and we will do everything we can to support you. So thank you so much for being here. All right, let's get back to the podcast. So people pleasing is harmful for us because we feel bad. It's harmful for the people we're pleasing because ultimately we can't be sustained. And then we're not living an authentic life, having real conversations with real people. And also to make matters worse, the more people pleasing there is, the less opportunity there is for new people to come onto the train of life, right? Life is a train. People get onto the train. We got onto the train. Some the train stops and some people get off and some new people get on and it keeps going and it goes to the next stop. Some people get on, some people get off. But when we're people pleasing, it's almost like we're stopping anyone else getting on the train or getting off the train. We're stuck. And we're the ones who are kind of locked the doors. Because unless we have the honest conversations, we can't deal with this, right? Now, this is one of the things in spirituality. This is one of the hard things in spirituality that we have to learn about. Because a lot of people do what's called spiritual bypassing, where they say, oh, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. But it isn't. In, in fact, it's spiritual people, generally speaking, and I'm, like I said, a recovering people pleaser. Spiritual people like us, because we're nice and we're kind and we like to be generous and we like to give, we're the ones who have the biggest problem with this sort of stuff. So it's actually a spiritual practice to overcome that and move into self-respect. So from people pleasing, which is the ego, the ego wanting to look good, to having self-honor, self-respect, self-worth, and being honest with people. This morning, I'm happy to say I sent off a message that would end a bunch of people pleasing. And guess what happened after I sent the message? Somebody wanted to do something, work with something and have something and this and that. And I said, no, it's not a good thing for me to be involved in that at this time. My previous self would have said, sure, sure, sure. Let's go ahead with it at my own expense to please the person. But I said, no. That's not okay, it's not gonna work. I'm, I have to say no to that, I have to turn it down. 
Now, I've been thinking about this for some time. It's been spinning me out a little bit, but once I actually finally sent the message, guess what happened? I felt profound peace. Now, I'm going to have to deal with the consequences of this as well. <laughs> but I feel peace because that's no longer in my mind. I'm no longer thinking about that. What I'm going to deal with is the consequences of it. I'm actually moving things in a new direction. So instead of being stuck in my own processes, thinking, 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 and not doing anything, action has been taken. And now things will move in a different way. So this is actually going to change something. Because when we're honest, when we have, have self-respect, we feel at peace with ourselves. And with life. And we say to ourselves, I am willing to deal with the consequences of this because I'd rather have the short pain rather than the long pain. This is a really important thing to remember in life. Life has pain anyway. There's going to be pain. There's going to be pain in your body, in relationships and situations. There's going to be some pain, right? How can there not be? But do you want the long pain, the chronic pain, the ongoing pain, or do you want the short pain, the acute pain? Just get it over and done with. And the long pain, when you add it all up, is a lot worse than the short pain. So in relationships, sometimes there are these things and we've put it off, 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 put it off. Oh, I shouldn't, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with their response. I'm afraid of conflict. Fear of conflict is toxic for our spiritual progress. Fear of conflict, because if you can't have conflict, you can't have honesty. Honesty requires a level of willingness to deal with some amount of conflict. Conflict doesn't have to be bad, by the way. It's just different opinions, different differences of opinion. So if someone says, I want to paint the wall this color, and the other person says, no, I don't like that color. It would ruin my life if it was that color, right? Then it might be that the person who wanted to paint it bright pink it was going too far. It might be better if it isn't bright pink, right? Bright pink wall. Can you imagine? Bright pink. It's too much, right? They might need, it might not be a good idea, but if you're not willing to say anything, you might end up with a whole house that's painted bright pink with all these crazy things everywhere. And the person who came up with the idea may or may not even enjoy it themselves. So when we just let everyone do whatever they want and we don't speak up and share what it is that is important to us, and we don't really be honest about how we feel about things, then stuff gets completely out of control.
So let's talk about how to overcome this people-pleasing. First thing is recognizing that it's not healthy at all. To really recognize how dangerous and awful this is, not just for you, but for everybody else as well. Everyone loses. They might not lose immediately, but they're going to lose down the road because lessons aren't being learned. Valuable lessons aren't happening. So people-pleasing harms you and everyone else. And by the way, being loving is different from being a people-pleaser. There's nothing wrong with being loving and kind. Loving and kind is great. It's a virtue. They're virtues. People-pleasing is coming from the ego, not from the higher self. There's a wonderful spiritual teacher, Dadi Jenki, who lived to 104. And I knew her to some degree, right, in meditation centers and things. I'd meet her occasionally. And she was renowned for pointing her finger and calling people out about things because she had extremely high standards, right? So she's a very high level, very loving spiritual teacher. And she's also extremely strict. And people who would see her coming before she got somewhere, they would clean the house, make sure everything's up to standard. And she, you know, she, she had high standards and she raised everyone up. And it would be going too far to say that she was feared, but certainly people were concerned about her showing up and what it needed to be like for her to get there and what, what they wanted to see how, how she would like it when they, she arrived at someone's place to do a talk or to stay in a retreat center or something. But it raised the game. Was she harsh? No, she wasn't. She was very, 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 very sweet, very loving. But she would pull people's ears if necessary, you know. In fact, all leaders in one way or another are like this. When you get to know what people are really like by people who lived with them and saw everything clearly, you realize this is extremely common. The people who are successful in life don't people please. Because people pleasing is putting other people's needs or desires above your own. And if you do that long enough, what kind of life do you have left? Because it's not your life anymore. It's one thing to be of service to others, right? To genuinely be of service. And it's another thing to be people-pleasing. So people-pleasing isn't even service of others, really. Sharing is a beautiful way to spread love and wisdom, kindness, blessings into the world. And if you feel our podcast has touched your life in some way and could benefit others, please go ahead and share it with somebody so that we can really reach more souls and touch more hearts and awaken more people. Maybe there's some friends that you have or family members who would really benefit from this. So just go ahead and share it with them in whatever way you can. 
so they can listen to it too. We'd be really grateful and they'd be grateful. So thank you so much. Imagine a mother who has a son who's a crack addict, right? It happens, this real, real thing happens, addicted to crack, right? So the son comes back home, right? And he's run out of crack. And he says to his mother, I really need some. I really, 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 really do. Like, I'm really feeling it. I really, really have to have my crack. I'm going to I'm gonna break into something. I'll, I'll rob a bank. I'll do something. I need the money, right? That's a really difficult situation, isn't it? If she doesn't give him the money, he's going to break into the neighbor's house or do something to get it to buy crack. If she does give him money for crack, then he's going to be buying crack with her money. Yeah, this is a situation some people are actually in. Very, very, very hard, right? What he needs is rehab. He doesn't want to go to rehab, right? Do you see, this is the sort of situation, this is extreme situation, but this is, in one way or another, the situation we find ourselves in. And there might be people who are trying to please us, right? It's not just one way around. It's not that we're people pleasing and we're giving all these things. Also, people might be people pleasing towards us and they're not telling us the truth. When I have a group of people and I say, all right, let's just be honest. Would you prefer people lied to you, but people pleased, or would you rather they told you the truth? Which would you prefer? Everyone says, I want the truth. I want the truth. Just tell me the truth, even if it's harsh, because I want the truth. I don't want people pleasing. Right? That's what we all say. And then we ask, all right, well, are you telling the truth to others? <laughs> and everyone goes, well, well, you know, I don't want to hurt their feelings. I don't want any conflict. They'll get upset, right? They'd get upset. So we don't do it. Yeah, isn't it? Isn't it true? So we're so afraid of what they might say that we don't actually have these real conversations with people. Which means we're holding ourselves hostage. We're letting others hold us hostage and we're holding ourselves hostage. And who's winning out of this? Nobody's winning. Nobody is winning, actually. Even if someone thinks they're temporarily winning, like let's say someone the crack addict example, is the crack addict actually winning? If the mother gives her crack addict son money or even gives him crack, is he really winning? No, he needs help, right? He's, he's going to win when he gets, gets off the crack. That's, that would be a real win. But as long as he's a crackhead, then it's not going to be a good thing. It sounds obvious. 
But people pleasing would be no, give him the money because then there's no conflict. If you don't give an addict what he wants or what she wants, there's going to be a massive temper tantrum. I was in a situation recently where I told somebody that because um, she was constantly on the internet, constantly checking everything. And she hadn't been able to do all these things she wanted to do. And I said, why don't you just unplug the internet? Just unplug it, right? Just and put it out in the shed in the garden, you know, just for like three hours or something. So that you can just focus on what you want to do. This is what I do. I unplug the internet or I, or I put it in this box with a, with a timer on it. So I can't access any internet stuff until the timer runs out. So I said, just unplug it. So she unplugged it, and guess what happened? Within three seconds, her teenage daughter comes screaming, screaming. I could hear it on the phone, because she unplugged it while she was talking to me. Screaming her head off, swearing the most vulgar swearing. I couldn't believe it. Just absolutely, completely lost it. For about five minutes, I was just listening to this, just absolutely, and she ended up plugging it back in. She's like, I can't handle this. I can't handle this, right? It was, it, I couldn't believe it. Like it, three seconds later, the door opened and it was a massive explosion in the house. Right? People pleasing. Is it helping it? Is it helping that teenagers are constantly connected to the internet and hardly ever go outside, right? And don't know how to talk to each other, don't know how to look each other in the eye, right? It's not really a good thing down the road, is it? Or even now. But people pleasing, enabling, enabling and people pleasing. So, first of all, is recognize how toxic it is. It's nobody's winning out of this. This is really, really unhealthy. Second thing is to understand that in order to overcome this, we have to have self-respect. Self-respect. Come into your power. See yourself as a master. You are an eternal being. You are here on this planet for a short time, going on the train of life. And when you come into a higher state of consciousness, because this is Spiritual Recharge podcast, you're obviously a high-level soul. You do your practices. You know what that feels like to be in your self-respect, your mastery. You feel calm. You feel centered. You feel strong. You're happy. So you come into that space where you say your life matters. You know, your life matters and your opinion is important. You can create the life you want. There are millions and millions of people, billions of people in the world. If something doesn't work out with one person, guess what? There's so many other people around. There's so many people around, right, who would love to be 
in your company, right? He would love to connect with you. It's not like there's only these people. This is what happens with people pleasing. We think, oh my God, there's such scarcity. This is the only person in my life. Oh my God, oh my God. And then you come out of it and you realize, hang on a minute. There's millions and millions of people everywhere. And they're all your spiritual family. They're all family because everyone is a spiritual being. So you have this massive spiritual family and you're hardly connecting with any of the people, hardly any of them. Because when we're caught up in a situation, we don't even look outside of it. So when you're honest, then you give people an opportunity to exit your life if necessary or upgrade things. So the key thing is win-win or no deal. This is how you create peace of mind around this. You have a standard that I'll go through the different options. Okay, in any situation in life, personal relationship, business relationship, friendships, any connection, right, with people, there are these different options. The first option is win-win. So that means that you win by being involved in this situation. You're getting your needs met. It's a good, you're happy, you're relaxed, you're not having waste thoughts. It's all good, right? It's a win for you. And how do you know if it's a win for you? because you feel good, you feel good, you feel relaxed, and your life is improved. So a win, a real win, is that you feel good, your life is good, and there are not these long-term terrible consequences, right? Because if it's a win now, but down the road it's a complete disaster, then that isn't really a win, right? So it's a win now, you feel good, and it's a win in the future as well. Like it's, it's leading to a positive outcome. Right, that's a win for you. And then a win for them is basically the same thing. Right? Is it good for them? Are they happy? Are they feeling good about it? And is it going to be a positive outcome for them? If it's win-win, then that's great. Right? Then you can have a deal. You can have a, it's worth having that relationship. That's what we want. That's the ideal. Right? Then that's the only standard worth having in our life in any area, wherever possible. Win-win. Right? The other option is you win and the other person loses. That's called a win-lose. This is where you get your needs met, but they don't get their needs met, right? So there are a lot of situations like this where maybe somebody, someone has someone working for them and they're not paying enough. So the person doing the work isn't getting enough money. So the person who's getting the work done for them is happy, but the person receiving the money isn't happy because it's not enough. So that's called a win-lose. And this might not be anything to do with money. It might be a relationship where one person talks all the time and the other person listens all the time, but after a while it's too much and the other person's not getting their needs met. In, in relationships, one person's running around doing everything and the other person just sits about and receives. There are situations like that, and it's a win-lose. And what does what does that lead to down the road? It leads to the other person who's losing feeling resentment. And then it also leads to the person who's winning not being able to learn lessons 
that would improve their life. So it's actually really a lose-lose. A win-lose is actually just a lose-lose wait, waiting to happen. The other option is where you lose, but the other person wins. So that would be a lose-win. So someone, for example, let's say someone wants to work with, with me and they want to take all my students and sell stuff to my students, right? In one of my courses, paid courses. And I am also wanting to offer a course. That would be a lose-win because I'm not doing what I need to do and letting someone else do what they need to do. It's not a win-win, it's a lose-win. Or a situation where you're running around, running around trying to do all this stuff for somebody and they're not giving you anything back that you need and you're tired and you're burnt out and you can't do it. Right? This is very, very common where people pleasers are willing to lose as long as the other person wins. People pleasing is basically a lose for you and a win for them. And a lose win is really just a lose lose waiting to happen down the road because you'll feel resentment, stressed out and stop and you'll end up falling apart. And what does resentment do? Resentment causes health problems. It can lead to things like cancer even, right? A lot of people who've had cancer said it was resentment. You know, they say it themselves. I'm not saying this. I've heard this from people who say too much negative anger and anger towards myself and anger towards others and resentment. And now I've got this illness, right? And then they clear that out. They stop putting up with all these situations and the cancer goes away. I've heard this story from many, many people personally. And so I'm not saying that resentment is going to cause you immediate cancer. It might not do anything to you, but it doesn't feel good. And it's certainly not a thing that we want to continue in our life if we have a choice. So that's lose-win. The last option is, of course, the worst, which is lose-lose. And you'd be surprised how many lose-lose situations there are where in, in, in relationships in particular, in personal relationships where let's say the wife doesn't like the husband, the husband doesn't like the wife, right? I, I mean, I've worked with many, many couples over the years in my coaching and this is extremely common. She doesn't love him, he doesn't love her, they're putting, putting up with this and sometimes they say, oh, but we're doing it for the kids. But the kids aren't happy either. And they're getting this bad programming about what relationships are like. So the kids aren't really benefiting. So he's stopping her doing what she wants to do. She's stopping him doing him what he wants to do. The kids are miserable. Lose, 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 lose. Yes, sound familiar? And it's all people-pleasing, people-pleasing, people-pleasing. So we come into our self-respect and we say, right, I am a spiritual being. I have choices. It's worth writing it down. I have choices. I have choices. I can choose to have a win-win situation in my life. It's a wonderful thing, isn't it? I can choose to have a win-win situation. <laughs> I can choose it. 
Lots of love and blessings. Just wanted to mention that if you enjoy this podcast and resonate with it and you'd like more, go ahead and make sure that you follow the podcast on Apple or Spotify or wherever it is that you listen to it. So that way you get notified of any new things. And we're going to be doing new and different things from time to time, extra little bits and pieces. So you can learn about all of that as well. So I just wanted to mention that. Go ahead and follow the podcast. Doesn't that feel good? And then how do we actually get there? That's where we need to go through the hard conversation. So how do you have a hard conversation with somebody? You might not need to actually have a conversation. You might need to send someone a message. Sometimes messages are more effective. Sometimes you do need to talk to the person, right? I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't talk to them. It's just that what often happens is people aren't willing to set up the time to talk to the person. So they keep putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And, and you might as well just send the message and tell them whatever it is that you need to say. And that then starts the conversation, which can lead to the next conversation, the next one, the next one, and then it finally gets resolved. Now, the key thing is that before you have any of these hard conversations, that you do your very, very best to remove negative feelings out of your heart and your mind. To realize this person did the best they could, that they probably don't realize certain things that they've done that are harmful, that they have issues of their own. You, know, you try and like see it from their point of view. They're doing the best they can. They, they're programmed just like everyone else. They have childhood trauma. So you, you just try and limit and reduce and let go of any negativity you hold in your heart. Because when you clear out that charge, that emotional charge, then you can think more clearly and you can say what you need to say with a sense of ease and grace. Right? You can just speak your truth. You know, you could something like, let's be honest, it hasn't really been a particularly good time. You know, you're not happy, I'm not happy. Let's not be around the bush about this. I want to create win-win situations in my life. Win-win or no deal is a standard that I have. And a standard I want for everybody. I want everyone to feel like you're here on purpose and you want to be here in this situation. My needs aren't getting met. Your needs don't seem to be getting met either. So what about something, something, something? And then you come up with whatever it is that you need to say, you know, therefore I need to not agree to this thing that you want doing, or I need to go and do this other thing, or I need to break up in, you know, in some relationships and you have to break up with them, right? In some relationships, something needs to change. You might say, look, I don't want to just end this thing right here and now, but this is what I need in order for it to work for me. 
So if that's going to work for you as well, then I'm open to carrying on with this situation. But if it isn't going to work sincerely and genuinely, and you're honestly not happy with it, then I feel it's better we go our separate ways and find other situations where it will be more aligned. Right now, that's a scary thing to say. It's a scary thing to say because we're attached to people. We're attached to them. And not only are we attached, they have a lot of knowledge about a lot of things. And when they leave, you lose all the knowledge that they have. So you sort of have to learn extra stuff, especially in romantic and personal relationships. The spouse stores massive amounts of knowledge and information that the other spouse doesn't have, right? When you, like if I was to get any couple and talk to them for an hour, I would find out pretty quickly who knows all about this sort of stuff and who knows all about this sort of stuff. And between them, they have their whole household and everything taken care of and the kids taken care of. But individually, they only have maybe half of all the knowledge that they need to have a functional life. So when the spouse leaves, they they lose half of the knowledge because that other person took care of those things. That other person knows about those things. That other person did those things. They have no idea how to do any of that stuff. In the most obvious example is where in the past where the men had no idea how to cook, right? Nowadays, men typically know how to cook. But in back in the day, the wife made all the food, right? Back in the day. And so she left. The guy is like, the hell's going on? Like, how do I open this can? Like, what do I supposed to do with this carrot? They'd like go to the fridge and be like, what is this? They'd freak them out, right? This happened to my dad, actually. When he broke up with my mother, when they got a divorce, I remember going to his house and he was like, uh, he had a toaster. <laughs> he had a toaster and canned beans and he'd managed to open a can. He'd managed to put the toast in, you know, and, uh, I was like, what else you got? He's got a couple of apples in the fridge. <laughs> it was quite funny because he never learned how to cook, right? He, I'm not sure he knows now. He got remarried. Maybe his wife does it for I don't know. So this is one of the things, whether it's personal relationship, whether it's business relationship, business relationship, you lose all the knowledge that they have. It's a major loss. But the thing is, if you're not happy and they're not happy, then it's not going to work anyway. It's not going to work anyway. So you, even if you do lose the knowledge, you gain opportunity for for taking responsibility for your life, for learning new things, and for also bringing in inspired new people who feel good about the whole situation. So there are other people around. Just this is good, really important for you to be aware of. There are millions of other people, generally speaking, billions of other people in the world. And there are other people who would love to be with you in your life in one way or another. Friendships, relationships, business connections, service connections, right? There's so many, life is, life is basically people, isn't it? Let's be honest. I mean, I love nature. I love being on my own, actually. 
But really, what is life about? It's about relationships. Why, why am I doing this podcast? Because I care about you. I like connecting. I like talking about things of meaning and serving. And I like your presence. So I just want to thank you so much for being here, right? Because life's about relationships. Right? And when we give from our heart to others, we feel good, right? And we receive blessings and we, and we give, give and receive. And that's what life's about. So when you have these hard conversations, you either upgrade your current relationships and make them better than they are so that it's actually a win-win and, and you can restore a relationship. The first thing you want to do is always to try and restore the relationship if it's possible. You know, it's not something where you want to just immediately get rid of it. So you know what, there's been a few challenges recently, let's just break up. That's that's really not the best policy. The best thing is to say, all right, what do I want? What do we need? What's going to happen? What's going to win-win? What are all these things? Can we make this situation that we've already invested a lot of work into better? Is it possible to turn it into a win-win? at least try it out, at least try it out, at least a few times, right? And then if nothing seems to be working, then the only option is to create a new relationship in a different way. But give it a try, give it a chance. But sometimes you can tell the writing's on the wall. The writing is on the wall. You can see it. The writing's right there on the wall. You know what's going to happen. And you're just postponing the inevitable. So in that case, it's much better to get out of it. To give yourself the short pain rather than the long pain. If, if something needs to happen anyway, just get, get it going, get it going, just get it taken care of. This is wonderful wisdom from my friend Joshua Benavides, old friend of mine from back in the day. He's a coach and he, he said this to me years ago and it really stuck with me. He said, whatever's going to happen, it's going to happen. So just get it over and done with. And I thought, very good point. It's a very wise thing to say. A friend of mine, I'm actually staying in her house. She's away on the mainland. She broke up with um, somebody recently. She, she was complaining about him to me. She, she's a therapist. She was complaining to him about him. And I was like, look, I don't know why you're still with this guy, because obviously You don't really want to be with him. And she was, oh, no, 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 no. Trying to this and that and this and that and this and that. And finally, you know, they had a breakup. And now she's dealing with all that, right? And hasn't properly fully let go. So that's a whole nother story, right? If you're going to do it, do it properly. Do, do it fully 
Otherwise it's half-ass effort, leads to more waste thoughts, and then you're still stuck in the trap. Such a strange situation in life, isn't it? All these bizarre things. So I've, since I've been here, I've been in Kauai. I came to Kauai just randomly. You know, I used to live here. I'll probably go to a new place here, actually. I left, came back, stayed in one person's house who was away and needed me to take care of something. Now I'm in this other house. And since I've got here, it's just been so many relationship dramas that I've been witnessing. And I've had to deal with some myself as well. So there's, it seems to be like on the cards. So if you're feeling it, that there's stuff that needs to be resolved, you're definitely not alone. Like this is a major thing. And remember, you're looking for win-win situations, win-win or no deal. The wonderful thing about no deal is that it gives you an opportunity to walk away. You're saying, you know what, it's not a win-win. So instead of trying to carry on with an, with an unhealthy situation, let's just not be involved in this way. It's actually a very loving and respectful thing to do. We're going to choose consciously to not engage ourselves with each other in this way because it's not a beneficial situation for us both. That's very pure and compassionate. It's very honest and humble and real. So let's just summarize what we've been diving into today. People pleasing is toxic and it only causes pain for you and for everybody else. Everybody is losing. People pleasing comes from the ego, not from the soul. Being loving and kind is different from people-pleasing. You can be very, very loving and kind and not people-please. There are these four different types of relationship. Lose-lose, which is a complete disaster. Win-lose, which is where you win and they lose, which is also a disaster. Lose-win, where you lose and they win which is just a guaranteed disaster. And then finally, there's win-win. And it's worth only having win-win or no deal situations in your life. And to actually have this conversation with people where you say, look, this doesn't feel like a win for me. So, or it might not feel for a win for you. How can we make it a win-win? I mean, I am actually having this conversation with everyone I work with. Look, if it's not a win, win, let's not work together. We'll figure something else. You know, you can do something else. Because I don't want to be in any situations that aren't win-win. Right? So win-win or no deal is the standard. And it's really the only compassionate standard to have in life. I'll give you just a quick example. 
I had some people doing editing work for me, right, for some of my videos. There was this one guy who was taking forever, getting, getting back to me, and then he had a bit of a bad attitude, and he charging all this money, and he didn't actually do a good job. So that wasn't a win for me, because I needed it done now. So I said, let's just cancel the job. It's not a win-win. Then I found someone else for half the price, twice as good, and not only that, he's really, really, really happy, because he's a new editor, he's in Africa, he's stoked with the money, he, everything's great, he's done a great job. Win-win, right? He's really happy about that. It's money he wouldn't have had. He's really good, he's building his skills. He'll get more jobs now. So it's a win-win situation where the other one was stressing pain in the ass for me and, and he wasn't seeming to be happy either. He kept saying, you know, you're giving me too much work and it's not, he was complaining about it. So it, was, it clearly wasn't a win-win. So when you realize that you need to have this conversation, you just sit down and you either talk to them directly Say, look, it's not working out. What are we going to do about it? With love, get rid of the negativity out of your heart. Get rid of resentment first. Then just have a straightforward conversation. You might need to send a message first because it can be hard to arrange meetings with people. You know, like they might not want to just randomly meet about something without knowing what it's about for two hours. So you can just send a message and come from your heart. I'm wanting to create win-win situations in my life. And isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful that you have that love and compassion for yourself and for others? That you're wanting to create win-win situations. And if you do, and when you do, what will happen? You will feel so much peace, so much peace flow through you. I'm feeling it this morning just by sending some really important messages. I feel, ha, ah, thank God. Why didn't I do it earlier? It's always the thought I have. Why didn't I just do this earlier, Michael? Why are you waiting around, right? Just get it done. So that's my personal experience. And then you realize it's not that bad anyway, that the situation that you're so worried about, this person blowing up and having a major meltdown, normally it's not even that bad anyway. They normally say, you know what, fair enough, okay, whatever, what can we do next? And that's it, it's not a big deal. People process things, they deal with it, they readjust themselves and they move on, right? It's not the end of the world. It seems like it is, but actually it's not the end of the world at all. It's the end of an of an old relationship in the beginning of a new situation, a beautiful new situation where you're with happy people who love you, who care about you, who want to be with you, who enjoy your company, you enjoy their company. Everyone benefits as good attitude, enthusiasm, good vibrations, cooperation. It's so wonderful. That's what life's about. That's what life's all about. We don't have to put up with these toxic situations at all. And we just need to have these hard conversations and get it cleaned up. So I'm giving you a little homework, if you don't mind. What, who is one person, one person who you really need to have that conversation with? Who is that one person? And 
what can you tell them? How can you communicate with them? I know, I know this is scary, a little bit scary. But if you don't do it, you're going to have these on, ongoing thoughts about the person for years and years. And, and they're not happy about that either, by the way. So you're freeing them, freeing yourself. So how can you take everything you've learned today in this session and apply that in your life with this person? So the ball is in your court now. I'm handing the baton over to you, right? You've now learned these things. You know how powerful it is. You know it needs to be done. Now it's up to you. And the good thing is once you've done it once, you could even start with the easiest one first. Once you've done it once, then you can do it again and again and again until you are always authentic and always honest with people in your life. And people will know that you're the sort of person that even if even if what you have to say is a bit a bit you know hard you're going to have that conversation they know where they stand with you because there's no bs you're just straight to the point so you build a reputation that you are the real deal people actually really appreciate it there's hardly anyone like that around where they know where they stand and everyone they're just being honest about things so that's a wonderful thing on top of everything else is that you actually can be seen as somebody who's trustworthy because you're telling the truth and being straight up about things. All right, well, exciting times. Go forth and do your great work and realize you are freeing people and you are freeing yourself. This is a spiritual practice of coming from your heart and creating win-win blissful, beneficial situations with everyone on all level of your all levels of your life as much as you possibly can. Thank you so much for your beautiful presence. Have a beautiful day, beautiful week, and I look forward to hearing how you do. Wishing you every success in advance. Om Shanti.